1980, the Thornhill family spent a year living in the village of Kamakui in the country of Sierra Leone, West Africa. 40 years later, you now have the opportunity to re-experience our family adventure through the vast number of letters written during our time there. The letters and commentary are by the original authors, Joan and Harry Thornhill. Each episode is released 40 years to the day after a letter was written. Perhaps you will be inspired to travel and fully experience new cultural adventures in an effort to become a better world citizen. We now invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode of Culture Experienced. This is a conversation with Joan and Harry for the April 19th letter, which at the time was Easter Sunday. We are at the beach house and enjoying a a small vacation. In this letter, you talk a little bit about the Creoles. Can you talk maybe a little bit about the history of Sierra Leone from the standpoint of, you know, freed slaves, where they came from, and the background of, of Sierra Leone. The Creoles came from the former British colonies, much of which was in the Caribbean in terms of where they came from. Really, just like Liberia next door, where I had been in the Peace Corps, that was formed by freed slaves from the United States. And Sierra Leone was kind of where the freed slaves from the British colonies created a country in West Africa. Was Sierra Leone a British colony before the freed slaves came back to Sierra Leone? Yes, they were a colony. And Sierra Leone and Liberia really were quite different in terms of what happened. Again, Liberia, where I was in the Peace Corps, they created a country in 1847. So they were very, very early. But freedom or independence for Sierra Leone did not come until the 1960s. So that, you know, it was really the rush of independence in Africa starting in Ghana in 1957. And over the next decade, probably 50 different countries were created in Africa, Sierra Leone being one of them. That's when the colonial powers pretty much gave up their power. And that also gave rise to the different groups within countries, because countries were not necessarily established by any type of borders of tribes. It was really set structured by the white colonialists and, and how they structured it. So gave rise to some of the fighting, the infighting that has occurred over the last generation because of the structure of the the borders. Absolutely. The Congress of Berlin, which was actually in the 1880s, is when the borders from much of the African countries were actually created. No consideration was given to tribal borders, so that most of the borders in Africa are really quite artificial. And in many instances, One tribe had actually sold another tribe into slavery. There was a great deal of animosity historically within the tribes. And to have the people convert from thinking about their tribal identity and to create a national identity took many, many years. And I'm not sure it's totally there. 
So this is Easter Sunday. Mom, do you recall anything that we did special for Easter? Did we have an Easter egg hunt or color Easter eggs? I don't remember Easter egg hunt or, but I do remember coloring Easter eggs with the Kimballs or the Steels. It was the Steels. We were at their house at Hedeby's on the way to the beach house. And we colored Easter eggs because we were, we didn't know how that would happen anyway. But they had already planned when we were visiting them to do Easter eggs. And I'm guessing or trying to remember that maybe we brought those eggs with us and had those Easter Sunday. And I'm pretty sure we spent time at the beach. The, oh. the beach was magnificent. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, and we spent as much time as we could out on the beach. Well, great. This letter is relatively short, so we'll keep this short. The next letter will be on April 23rd. So on to the letter. Letter written April 19th, 1981, Easter Sunday to Mom Thornhill. Dear Mom, happy Easter day. It is now a little past 9 p.m. here and probably everyone at home is together someplace. I don't know what mail you have received from Sierra Leone, but this will be mail from Canada by the Doe's later in the week or next week. I think they leave here on Friday and will probably not get it mailed until next week after they get home. Our plans have changed again for getting back up country. Joan and the kids are going to stay here at the beach house in Freetown until Friday and come up to Kamakwe with Glenna Nixon, who is bringing the does down to the airport. I am going up country tomorrow with Isla Shea on the lorry. John Eiler, who was to have taken us up, is not going up until Wednesday, and I have to be back to school by then. Where I'm getting out of school early in July, I don't want to miss additional days if I can help it. We were a bit upset with the Eilers, as they did not really give us very much warning that they were going to do this. Luckily, the beach house is available next week for rent, so Joan and the kids can stay here. Joan was going to stay anyway to be with Glenna coming up by herself. We picked up our airline tickets yesterday, and we will be arriving in New York on Friday, July 3rd at 5 a.m. Will someone please come pick us up? Hope so or it will be a long walk home. This morning, we walked to church down in the village of Goodrich, the closest village. There's no Catholic church there and no public transport because of the holiday. It was an old Creole church. The Creoles are the freed slaves that settled near the coast. Today, there has been a big party next door all day by the Bourbay College students. They have had a stereo system blasting rock music all day. They set it up while we were at church, and it is still going strong. We have taken walks to get away from the noise, but I hope it doesn't go on too late. They said they were ending it at about 10 p.m. Hope so. Yesterday, Mark and I went into Freetown and did most of the remaining gift shopping that we wanted to do. There are still a few things that we would like to pick up, but nothing major, and we can probably get that in Kamakwe. You should be receiving a couple more rolls of film as we are having the Doe's mail them from Canada for us. 
Did the pictures of our kids in school come out okay? I want to be sure to have them and a few of me teaching that I can use later. I did pick up a Time magazine about Reagan being shot while in town yesterday, and it finally caught up on that news. How is Jim Brady doing? Almost nothing is being said on Voice of America about him lately. Of course, we haven't had a radio in over a week, and we haven't heard any real news lately anyway. This beach house is beautiful, except for the noise today. It is right on a cove on the ocean and looks directly west, and we see right at the sunset. We took a walk down the beach earlier tonight, and there was a full moon just rising. We will probably not be out this way again before we leave in July. It will be rainy season then anyway. Isla Shea has been with us since Wednesday, and we have had a great time with her. She is very quiet, but is very nice. Guess I'm about out of news and space. Thinking of you all on Easter Day. Love, Mark, Kyle, Ross, Joan, and Harold. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Culture Experienced. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss new episodes. Join us at cultureexperienced.com for our blog and follow and like us on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. So please drop us a note at info at cultureexperienced.com. Thank you for listening.